This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you are listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy! Hello. Hello. You know, I can never tell these days as to whether you're pissed off with me or not. Why is that? It's because of your Botox. Well, you know what? Maybe it's good to keep you on your toes like that. Because your forehead lacks expressions. When you just look at me, it's kind of like death stare. And I'm like, what have I done now? Do you know what? I like that. Do you? Yeah, why not? Wow, you like... Keep you on the edge. You like me controlled that way. No, I keep you on the edge. Let's like go. He can be like, ooh, I've done something wrong. Let me buy him things. let me be extra nice has it been a while since i've bought you something um maybe (laughs) i I don't want i don't want stuff anyway do you not no no no, i'm good well we are getting something rather lovely soon what are we getting so that'll be exciting all right okay yeah oh my god you're that girl that will say it and not tell people but no you can't because you can't like lose that manifestation of shit that girl, that's influencers. <laughs> that's people on TikTok going, yeah, guys, we're going to get into it. We're going to talk and we're going to delve deep into it. But you know what? Maybe right now is not time. Anyway, this episode sponsored by Tetris or something random like that. As you, We probably have sponsorship at the beginning of this episode, right? No. But as but... you can see, my husband, who is 33 years old, is still addicted to TikTok. No, I'm not addicted to TikTok. <laughs> girl, no. Did you hear a knock on the door? No. I can hear voices. Yeah, there's stuff out. It's not ours. Okay, cool. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, no, I'm not addicted to TikTok. I find TikTok quite difficult to engage with. I really think TikTok is a bubble that's waiting to burst. I don't know why people bother even engage. I don't know. You don't need to engage with it, though. You can just post your shit and go if you want to. You know, TikTok has more followers than Instagram now. Yeah, it makes sense. Allegedly. It makes sense. Mm. It capitalized on a market through lockdown, didn't it? And you've got to think a lot of people have it. Like I, I don't use it at all, but I've got an account in case, you know, if people send me a TikTok video and I, I need to open it. See, now you've unlocked something in my head. What? Dead users. Yeah. Do they even get rid of their dead users? Because I tell you what, some of the accounts that I used to follow and look at have had really dwindling engagement. But then also there's loads of like so-called big TikTok accounts that I really don't know what they do outside of making TikToks that are about the same thing all the time. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter what they do outside of it, does it? 
Yeah. Like, why, why is that relevant to what they're doing on TikTok? Like, the whole purpose of TikTok is to make your TikTok make a video. That's it. Isn't that wild that we live in a world where that is just a thing? And this is what's so interesting about it. People have this expectation that everything needs to be more than, but it's never been... A lot of things aren't sold as more than that. No. You know, um, people are like, oh, do you know TikTok? You know, it should be way more than the followers and the likes and, and the viral videos. And, you know, these people should be millionaires and bloody blah, blah. Well, no. It was, it was, the package deal was never that. Mm. So I think in the world, more people should see things for what they are. And maybe you'll in, either enjoy things more or you'll just figure out, oh, that's not for me. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I am, aren't I? Oh my God, I'm so smart. You're very smart. Yeah, I know. It's, it's really, really interesting what TikTok actually is. Yeah. And there's nothing right or wrong with that, by the way. I'm not shaming people for using a social media platform. I mean, that's what we do. I'm not like, you know, living for people. I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's a video sharing platform when you, you know, might be, be able to be a bit creative if you want to. And some people can push their creativity further. I suppose it's just when I look at a lot of creative platforms, I naturally think artist. So I just naturally thought, okay, well, what else are they going to do? What else can they do? Because, you know, a lot of what, tiktokers are doing people mm. were doing years ago anyway we would just call them actors yeah and mm. on on tiktok including myself on tiktok i'll say we usually just play one note or one side of acting mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and then that's it nobody's interested in anything else that you do like for me when i'm on tiktok it is all about bushra who's at home trying to escape who's got a boyfriend called Tarek, and that is it. Nobody's interested in anything else. Nobody's interested in any form of art, dance, nothing. That is all yeah. what they're interested in. But I would argue that an actor could play my role as Lady Bushra in a heartbeat yeah. as far as that one facet is concerned, which I find really interesting. Uh, but I suppose that's the reason why many TikTok stars um, are something very different outside of their social media persona does that make sense well there's a lot to unpack i don't know how we got down here yeah I there's a lot to un unpack there i feel like a sense of frustration coming from you when it comes to tiktok there is yes yeah, i feel yeah. like it's like well people should appreciate this and this and this I, is, is that am i right or wrong yeah 100 percent. i think um we're fast getting into the age of everybody's a winner <clears throat> And I think there's a difference between accepting, loving, supporting, and celebrating everyone. And um, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a dick, but I think, oh, I don't know how to say it now. You sound like a dick anyway. <laughs> so you might as well continue. Do I sound like a dick? A bit, yeah. When? I'm only joking. Well, just now? I think, like, not a dick. I think, I think you share the view of a lot of artists, by the way. Mm. Um, and I think I, I've got a really interesting viewpoint from it, in my opinion. Um, but like, you know, I've just got it. I've just got it. It's the dopamine hit thing. Yeah. I think it promotes doing the absolute minimum for the absolute maximum in order to get a hit, whether it's the satisfaction of getting a like or a view or a laugh as an audience member, it is all geared towards playing with your um, 
chemical balances mm-hmm. in your brain. That's why you carry on, keep on scrolling to try and find that next hit. Because, you know, certain things people do, they are satisfying in the sense that they'll, they're funny or whatever. But then I'm like, what am I actually looking at? Like, I'll tell you, for example, there was a video that I saw today where somebody was in a um, water hole in ice somewhere. Could be the Antarctic, probably sweet, one, one of the mm. Swedish countries. And a girl emerges out of it. She lifts a bowl that looks like a glass bowl, drinks water, and then proceeds to eating the bowl because plot twist, the bowl is made out of ice. But there's no rhyme or reason for that being a thing. And it's had over three and a half million views. And I don't, I just don't understand. How does that make you feel then as an artist? Well, as an artist, I think it's important to have a point of view. Um, It's kind of like TikTok's kind of like you've been framed, amplified. But then also on top of that, there's just so much. Yeah. And then, but then also on top of that, there's so much trauma dumping. There's literally no context. And then, the sheer amount of misinformation is really scary. What they do is so many of these so-called um, TikTokers, they will extend the truth and it's not factual. You know, it's like, say, for example, if this leader said this and then this happened as a result of it, TikTok will just go, oh, well, they caused the war and they're the worst person in the world, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, didn't exactly happen like that. It's, it's that kind of thing. Um, is that, how, how does that make you feel? It worries me. It really, really worries me. The lack of um, due diligence. The sh- And, you know, I heard a rumor that in um, the likes of China, which is where TikTok originates from, they have a curfew. So kids after a certain time cannot access TikTok. And they uh, actually push different types of content. Whereas here, it's it's absolute mindless garbage. So when I look at what a lot of people are viewing and creating, I'm like, oh, wow, you guys are completely disenfranchised. And I think, you know, drag artists and actors do stand out. I mean, there's some actors on TikTok. They create stuff in order to create a profile, um, which is important to a certain extent, but it doesn't make you an actor. Like, yes, you should have a social media um, presence, not necessarily, you don't necessarily even have to, but I don't think that is what makes an act, an actor personally. We're not interested in seeing an actor's hot body as much as you think you are. The vast majority of actors do not have hot bodies. They're, you know, it, 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 it's a full spectrum. It, it's a mirror of society as to, in terms of what actors do. And I think what drag artists do so um, brilliantly is, even if they do um, post content, there is some sort of political message or there is some sort of... Well, okay, I'm no. talking about the good ones. Uh, yeah, the good ones, <laughs> I was going to say, many and, of them don't. <laughs> there, there is there is some facet of it that's thought-provoking, which I think is great. But then also, there is a so what of it, you mm. know? So once I've, once I've seen, uh, like, you know, there's a few American queens who post some great stuff. And when I've seen something good, I'm like, I want to see more of her. I want to go and see her show. I want to see what she's about. Whereas if you've created 10-second content and you've got a few million views, then I'm like, okay, well, what else? You know, that worries mm. me a little bit. Well, there's a lot to unpack there. The first thing is, um, if anyone out there has issues with the TikTok, you don't have to use it. Mm. So like you said you were scrolling, you saw that video. Well, that was your choice to scroll. And the thing is, TikTok, it's not going to change. So if you're going to keep scrolling, they've, they've literally set out and done what they've wanted to do and achieve. 
you know, to, to get that dopamine hit and for them to keep getting the views and, and what they're getting, that kind of content needs to be pushed out in certain places mm. because they know what the view, they know what people want to see mm. and, 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 and the viewership of it. And TikTok is for everybody. So say, for example, you're from a low economic background um, and say you're middle class, say you're upper class. So say wherever you are, what background, what race, ethnicity, gender, sexuality, there is a lane for you. Now, what I find is, um, they are able, you know, videos and things are able to tap into either what people like, you know, mm. funny, dumb stuff, or also even tap into getting under people's skin. Yeah. So, and, and um, human nature, a lot of humans um, are kind of addicted to allowing content to get under their skin. Yeah. And um, that's an unlearning, because that's wild to me, because I'm like, well, guess what? Just here's my phone right now. Okay, bye. I, it, it, it boggles my mind. Mm. I'm like, so why are you scrolling and getting angry? Why not just put your phone away? You know, just just stop using it. And on the other side of things that you can mention quite a lot, so I don't know how to unpack everything. Um, like when you, you you made a valid point, you know, everyone's a star. Um, well, that's that's down to your perception of what a star is. Everyone's perception of a star is very different. Now, I, I remember not too long, I think when we moved to Manchester and I bumped into a former student of mine who wasn't living in Manchester. Mm. I remember teaching her, she was, you know, lo- lovely kid, and, you know, got her grades and whatever. And she was still in college, but she was like, oh, I'm doing TikTok now. And she had loads of followers on TikTok, mm. hundreds of thousands or whatever. And um, the perception in her world is that she's famous. Do you know what I mean? From like, because yes. sm- if you're from a small town, that's fame, isn't it? In, in, yeah. you're, you're, but the perception in my world is, Oh, this is Manchester, you know, like, and TikTok having a few hundred thousand followers on TikTok is, is no big feat, you know, if, mm. you know, and I, the thing is, and then there's, you've got probably a small select people and these are the smart ones. I really like these smart ones. And this is probably what I would want to do more with Bushra. Small select people know exactly what they want to do in their life, but they know exactly what hoops they need to jump through. Mm-hmm. in order to get there and i think that that that's so smart cuz there are a few people that have have been uh, are bona fide comedians and actors now but they've you've gone through the tiktok market especially people of color mm-hmm. or women of color or, or or trans women of color i've seen as well because in society it's so much harder for them to get through but if they can tap into a market that shows they've got brains in my opinion mm-hmm. they can tap into a market doing some stuff that they necessarily don't want to fully do but they know they can get the hit, you know, get to where they need to be. That's great. But yeah, TikTok is um, really interesting. I think more people need to just either, if you're enjoying it, enjoy it. You know, I see no qualms in, it depends how ambitious you are in life and what you want from life. You know, some people uh, absolutely love their life, doing their nine to five and sitting in the evening and chilling out. And that's nothing wrong with that, you know. No, You can do whatever you want. And some people are happy to scroll three out of three, four hours on TikTok a day or an hour or two on TikTok a day. And that's fine. You know, they call it doom scrolling. But I'm like, you know, for some people, you don't know what their lives are like. You don't know the circumstance and the situation they're in. And you know what? It can be positive for them. You don't know how they're going to connect. And making that content in video videos might just give them, you know, a bit of happiness in their life. Um, so can't take that away, but there's so, there's so much to unpack with the social media networking like TikTok, you know. Um, I'm not, with when it comes to social media, I'm never against any social media. I think um, the individual, you have the power to curate it. You have the power to do what you want with it. Obviously, there are people on TikTok with millions of followers and stuff. And let's be honest, they don't do much. 
You know, you have many people that have like a, a joke behind them, inverted commas, joke, and they just sit there and laugh at it and it goes viral, right? Mm. And do you know what? Maybe you've asked me a year or two ago, I would have been like, what the fuck? Why is this going viral when someone's still doing this and they don't even get anything? And now I'm like, you know what? Clearly there's a market out there for it and mm. let it be. But um, I, your point that you made about TikTok being a bubble to burst is is really interesting and i do i am i am very intrigued to see of all the social media platforms by the way where that one is heading mm. i'm very intrigued to see where where it's going to go and what's going to happen with tiktok you know has it got that sustainability or do they need to adapt and evolve uh, and change or I think or it's are a, we just not simply the market for it, babe? And there is a huge market out there for it, you know? Yeah, I, I thought that uh, for a little while as well as to whether it's because I'm of an older generation and therefore maybe I don't connect with it. And I, funnily enough, know a lot of people who are similar to uh, our age and they logged on and then logged off saying, yeah, no, it's wild or it's really horrible or people are really mean on it or you know, I don't get it kind of thing. For me, I'm similar to you in the sense that I don't have anything against any social media. I am on TikTok and I do have probably my biggest following is on TikTok, actually, which is absolutely fine. But what I'm trying to say is the so what of it, you know, energy never, uh, energy is never created nor destroyed, right? So you put something out there in the stratosphere so what is my is my point you know you've done something where does it go from there and i just don't understand what the end point or the end goal of tiktok is i that i just don't you understand mean as all. a platform or as the creators putting stuff out there as the well as the creators putting stuff out there and as the platform controlling what the creators put out there the the platform has an incredible amount of control oh, over over oh, what creators recently. put out there. Yeah, all the tools are designed for you to create something that's bespoke for TikTok, and it stays within the TikTok sphere unless you want to push it out onto other platforms. Like it is wild how they do it, and I think even you know it, it, it's like the inflated ego that you get with the sheer amount of following and all that jazz and you all, all all of a sudden start thinking that you've got um a content creator career whereas in actual fact you don't and i think that's quite damaging because yeah that they've used all the tools that professionals and pros would use in the audiovisual um uh, careers and they've squashed it all into tiktok for the average person to use which again is absolutely fine if you're doing it you know for your personal fulfillment but i think it, it's damaging people's peace of mind and state of their ego because it's trying to tell you that you're something that you're actually not mm. yeah i i can see that you know you have a hundred thousand followers and then somebody sends you a box of soap great no but but like well are you mad at that are you what are you feeling towards that well that's the thing though i i don't think that's a good enough remuneration no but but, or, or, <laughs> but like... all i'm saying is like see my point is 
you know, you talk about, you know, oh, okay, you've got 100,000 followers and now you're getting blocked up and what's the end goal? And I'm talking from the creator point of view. Not everything needs an end goal. You know, you, you've got to remember, mm. you're, you're, you're an artist with, you've got end goal, you've got goals in your head. Yeah, and you're maybe creating, that's you know, I, I, I love writing. I don't have an end goal for my writing, so should I stop? Yes, but not because you've not got an end goal. I'm only joking. No, but, but do you see that as an example? You know, I, sh- I should just stop. Because it's, it's, I, I hear what you're you know, saying. I well, let, me, well, let me finish. I, no, no, no. I need oh. to interject. I hear what you're saying, but you writing your poetry comes from a place of honesty, comes from personal experience, and it's an art form. Now, it is art very is subjective. It is, art is, no, no, no. And I'm going to interject now. Art is subjective. Now, this is, I don't, I don't want to be saying this because it doesn't sound nice, really. Uh, and you said it comes from a place of truth and all that stuff, yeah? Mm. Well, all this might do as well. What if people already had inflated egos mm, and it, yeah. it just amplifies who they already are? Or what if some people are just really nice people and they just have loads of followers they didn't, and didn't plan to have the loads of followers when they're putting all this stuff out there. It just happened. You know, the mm. aim was never that and it just happened and they're just in, enjoying that ride and they're not really caring about the money of it or anything like that. And they're just really enjoying doing their normal job and then having this as a hobby. On the side. Yeah. The maybe. thing is, uh, you, you don't know. There are, obviously, there are loads of problems with social media. You know, um, especially some, something like TikTok. It's that, and obviously, there's a mental health aspect of that. And I think dividing the platform and the creators up, you know, to discuss is interesting. Because creators on one side, when it comes to the actual platform itself, not the creators, you know, the people that have created platform and stuff, you made a point where you said, isn't enough, you know, due diligence, like, for looking after anyone oh no or any of that and how much care it is and they don't and the thing is do most people realize that probably yeah Mm. and that's maybe it's just a mirror up to the world and what the world already is and was (laughs) and we just have to oh my god wait what if it's just the fact that we get to really see what the world's like i think it's just we really get to see the world's like and what you're seeing is Oh, sorry. I've just this has just made me realize. Maybe, babe, what you're seeing is like, oh shit. Your concern might not necessarily be TikTok. Your concern might necessarily be the welfare of the human fucking race. <laughs> God, I sound really up my own ass. No, no, that doesn't sound up your own ass. That sounds like you're. Car- oh yeah, that sounds that sounds like you have too much care. <laughs> there is legit times when I've watched a person's TikTok, and it, even though it's hilarious, I'm thinking, are you okay? And that's coming from me, a professional cross-dresser. I'm looking at these people and going, are you okay? Well, a lot of the, yeah, a lot of these people weren't, because TikTok grew massively over lockdown when people weren't okay. Yeah. Oh, I swear a lot of the traction's gone down on a lot of stuff over there. But anyway, we're going to take a little break (laughs) and we will be back right after these messages. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. 
Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And we are back. I didn't know we were going to get into a deep dive about TikTok. I think we should carry on talking about it. Okay, go on then. Why not just me? I know I haven't sang, but who cares? Okay. Let's, um... Oh, let's delve into more social media stuff. Yeah, let's delve... Oh, so this is the thing, though, with, um social media is that like there's such a differentiator between all of them but then i don't understand why everyone needs to be on every single one it's the same people that you're talking with on different platforms okay so here's here's my thing right i think there should be it's like say for example with dub smash do you remember dub smash oh my god yeah so like some people who created stuff on dub smash they went on to become artists or did they they did other stuff i think like one of the ogs of content creators is probably uh weird al yaknovic is that how you pronounce I don't his know name how you, pronounce it. you know who i'm talking yeah. about right parody videos and stuff I know who. but but he's an artist yeah that is what he did and that's how you know i remember the parody songs and they had a point of view I think there's a lot of stuff out there that doesn't have point of view beyond shock value. And then and then with TikTok, my God, I mean, the amount of inappropriate content, the amount of people who use TikTok in order to peddle their um, uh, their own pornography or their own OnlyFans accounts on TikTok. Um, and I, that um, I struggle with. You know, I know sex positivity and everything, and that's absolutely fine. Everyone's free to do what they want to do. I get that. But uh, I don't know. It's maybe just too much crossover for me. Okay. You know, I I don't want to see a kid's poem and then a drag queen and then somebody falling into ice and then the shape of somebody's cock and then tits and then we go back to a kid's nursery rhyme or something. That kind of just... um, doesn't sit well with me personally. If I'm well, that's your you. algorithm, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, I'm sure you were making another point before you went... I don't remember what it was, but you make another point before you went down this route. About different types of social media? Yeah, you said something about different types of social media and then as an artist, something or other, I don't know. Yeah. And as now, a, now people shouldn't be on all of them, even though you are on all of them. I'm not on all of them. But like... You're on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, isn't? And twice on Instagram, isn't that? What do you mean people shouldn't be on all of them? Oh, so this is the point that I was going to yeah, make. Yeah, because I'm like, this is the point that I was going to make. In my mind, I see social media as an extension of entertainment. I think, in the best possible way, it should be an extension of uh, entertainment. It's like having a TV in your hand, right? So, I think in order to have the best experience, you should leave a lot of it to the professionals or the people who aspire to being professional i think that's I, I think that's how everybody will be able to have the best experience you know if you are somebody who has a great job that you enjoy doing whatever it might be you're a doctor a nurse office worker whatever and then all of a sudden and i've met people who've said this you know they all of a sudden feel the need and they feel pressured to start showcasing their lives and I, I, and I think a lot of people who, like, we know people who've had mental health problems and they've said it's as a result of social media. And I think it's because of the pressure of what they see. 
I think before there was a clear line between, you know, this is a model, this is an actor, this is a singer, this is a musician. They look like this, they behave like this, they interact like this because that is part of their world. Now I think because that quote-unquote fame and stardom has become so accessible that everybody feels the need to emulate it to some degree and TikTok just makes it so easy. It makes it so easy to emulate that fame that you are able to get that dopamine hit. I mean, it's no coincidence that the same TikToker on Instagram has a hundred times, a thousand times more followers on TikTok. Do you know what I mean? It gives you that heightened, elevated feel of fame. And I just don't think that's, um, I just don't think that's good if I'm honest with you. Mm. And also to come back to your point around, you know, maybe this is what I'm seeing in terms of just how people are. I um, see it slightly differently. I I think the vast majority of people, including myself, um, can be influenced really heavily. Oh, okay. And, you know, and this is why we get so protective over kids because kids can be influenced a lot easier than adults. And it's like, you know, when I, because, you know, I'm obsessed with cults. And whenever I watch... um, uh, an interview of an ex-cult member, they just kind of go, oh, we just stumbled into it. You know, everybody's trying to find their tribe. Everyone's trying to um, hear themselves and they're they're trying to feel seen. And I think with that, people become malleable. So I think if you have a platform that is um, molding people, then they are going to be encouraged to behave a certain way. Mm, I think there's a... A lot you mentioned there again, mm. so let me try to remember it all. Sorry if I don't. You don't have to remember everything. Um, no, because I want to make points on stuff. Yeah, well, just well make the points that you remember. I think when it comes to social media, I think everyone everyone can have it if they want it, whether you're an artist or not. It doesn't matter. Yes, because obviously artists need fans mm-hmm. <laughs> on there, and also like, but I get what you mean. The distinction. I think years ago there was a clear distinction between like people are doing this, and then you know you've got. Um, people that are living their normal life and posting pictures of their doggies and their weekends and their kids and Mm -hmm. stuff. There was a clear distinction, Mm -hmm. wasn't there? And we still have that now. Mm -hmm. But I I see what you mean. There are people that do feel that, people that we've known as well, Mm -hmm. that feel that pressure to move away from that kind of, their life that they like Mm -hmm. and having to promote themselves as some kind of public figure. Yes. But, you know... you don't for for no reason for no rhyme or reason they've just felt the pressure because you know they feel like they should and they should put their life out there in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to, honey. I love your pictures of your doggies and your home renovation and, it doesn't and your have gardens. To be a like, clear picture. It could be a yeah, little blurry picture because it's, it's your photo album. It's your life and social media. You can do what you like with it. You should never do it for the likes. You should never do it for any clout. You should never do it for a, a following or anything. You should do it for yourself. Or if you're serving a great purpose, that's different, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, truly for you, for yourself, I think I think you made a really really valid point there, and I think that can really fuck with people's heads a lot. Like, where where do I belong? Who am I? What what's happening there? Look, this person's doing this, and I should be doing this. Well, no, no, Mama, you don't need to be doing um, any of that at all. And going on to your other point about um, people being um, influenced, well, yeah, truly, you know, if you look at even in in education and the um, training and safeguarding training you have to get now. a lot of it's about child grooming online Mm. and and things such as that so you know should there be well there are age limits but i mean should there be clear monitored age limits and restrictions on social media and stuff because look at the grooming um into like even terror groups and stuff kids are groomed Mm. and they'll they'll once they see one video and 
if you are a lonely kid or you are getting bullied or you don't know where you belong, you can be groomed really easily. You know, there was a great storyline in Hollywood recently about that as well, um, about a, a kid that was groomed into kind of hating women and, you know, that, that incel movement. Mm. And when you see it from that perspective, it's like, okay, so do you be like, okay, let's delete and cancel that kid forever. Or do we take that kid and be like, you know, educate them and teach them and bring them out of it and get some therapy with it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, wait, how can we actually stop getting to that stage? Yeah. Why do we need to get to the stage of canceling someone or therapizing someone? You know, what measures need to be put in place when it comes to social media? In particular, TikTok, let's be honest. When yeah. it comes to social media, because TikTok is so easy to get around everywhere as well. Um, so you make a really, really val valid point on that, you know. And by the way, I, I social media, as an adult, as at my age that I am now and other adults that are around this age, I mean, we can really curate how we want our social media to be. Yes, we can really yeah, curate yeah. and you know i think you made some really good points about the children you mm. know as an adult we can curate it you know i i do have issues with adults grown adults that have a a real hatred towards social media i think some of that is to do with just being a bit pretentious and that's coming from me yeah with you uh, yeah do, with your point around social media i'll give you an example when we got married and then obviously we started this podcast just before that, I remember I there was this one picture and I made a funny joke on it. And I used to have a, I, I don't know, I had like 50 followers or something or 100 followers. You um, and your friends. Me and my friends, yeah. Just living my suburban life. And I remember one joke I made and it got like 30 likes. And I was like, oh my God, baby, got 30 likes. And you were like, okay, great, cool. I mean, now I'm like, okay, 30 likes, whatever. But, you know, at the time. And then I remember when we got married, that picture got like, 69 likes or something and i was like oh my god wow like this picture and you were like okay great you know calm down and then i thought to myself i was like wait what am i doing why do i care i've always been quite good with that <laughs> i was like uh, no but what i said to myself i was like oh i'm nobody and that's absolutely fine i'm just somebody why am i you know I, i'm just a person but why am i trying to act like a somebody why am i trying to act like as if this is the best thing that's happened to me this isn't real mama so i i i deleted my instagram i yeah. I, I deleted my instagram and you know now obviously we have the we have the podcast um account that in my opinion and your opinion it serves a greater purpose mm -hmm. Um, just in terms of creating visibility for queer South Asians. When we get a hotter couple, we're deleting our account because <laughs> I can't do it with the competition. But then, you know, outside of that, you have your creative outlet with poetry and then I, I do Bushra, but that's my job. That's as an artist and I just put stuff out there as a professional to entertain people. That's, that's it. That's literally it. But if I didn't have um, a public platform, I would not be on social media. I can say that with a high degree of conviction mm. because... I don't see the value in it. Or if I was as a non-public person, if I was on social media, I would have a private account. Mm. A hundred and, and I did have a private account for yeah. the longest time before uh, we embarked on this journey. And that actually did wonders for my peace of mind because yeah, you want to be connected to the world. You want to see what's out there. And you know, with the likes of Instagram, there's so much creativity on there. You want to be inspired and that's absolutely fine. Um, but then I think you've got to draw the line somewhere. And that line is blurred with TikTok, but it's not for the better entirely, mm. I don't think. I, th I think you made some points there about, you know, having a private account. But obviously that's your personal preference, isn't it? Mm. If you want to have an open account on Instagram, I've got no issue with it. As long as it doesn't conflict with your work <laughs> and <laughs> they won't have issues with it. You know, there's, there's, there's no, no problem with that because 
you can't just have artists on Instagram. Why not? Because if you have just artists, where are the fans? Artists, so... artists need fans. You need fandom. Oh yeah, Arti- no, artists no, I need supporters. I, I don't disagree with that. No, no. You know, I, I thought I, you were making a different point, but yeah, no, no, I agree. you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they need they need supporters, but um, yeah, it, it it is a interesting world navigating social media, and you know, perception isn't reality when it comes to social media at all. You know, people perceive people with loads of followers and this and that, like okay, they've got millions of pounds and they're so rich and they've got this and this is happening in their lives and blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. Like, perception isn't reality, honey, at all. Social media is an interesting world, but it is. Wait, perception isn't reality. No. Oh, but then one could argue that your perception is your reality. Perception, your perception isn't someone else's reality. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said reality isn't perception. No, I didn't. I said perception isn't reality and you repeated back to me perception isn't reality. No, I said your perception is your reality. Mama, we will rewi- I will rewind and cut this clip. What did and you send say? It to, I said perception isn't reality. And I'm saying perception is reality. And then, okay, now you're saying that. No, that's what I'm saying. No, okay, you're saying perception is reality. Yeah. Your perception. But then you just said to me a moment ago, but you said that reality isn't perception. I never said that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, okay, your perception isn't someone else's reality. Is that, is, that, is that better for you? Mm-hmm. Do you know what? He's pissing me off now because perception is reality is a line that I stole from him that he uses all the time. Yeah, I always say perception is reality. No, you don't. You, you always say perception isn't reality. You always say that. No. Yes, I... you do. Well, you've been saying the wrong thing for ages. No, I say the other Oh, my God. No, I say you the say other perception? Thing. No, no, you don't. Mama. I... Mama, you don't. I say. Listen, who's got the better memory in me? Your perception is your reality. This cut to last week and it was like, my memory's going. Well, it is. Okay. <laughs> Perception is reality. Anyway, sorry, go on ahead. So yeah, social media can be a, a great place, a, a bad place, a terrible place. It can be a place of cancel culture, which is stupid. You know, you have to let people evolve and learn. It can be a place of all sorts of things. But you know, it, it isn't, it, you can curate your own timelines and it can be good and positive. And I, I kind of don't understand the artists. There's more and more artists, especially coming out now, you know, not huge artists. I mean, like in the drag sphere, for example, or anywhere else. And you have yeah. such a hatred towards social media. And oh, that I don't get. That I don't. And, it, and it's just really interesting because what a lot of them don't realize is, yeah, there are issues. But And these are often the, the white artists. Without social media, a lot of people of color would never have been seen. You know? That's, yeah. the, that's the truth of the matter, though. Without social media, a lot of people of color would not have been seen, especially queer people of color, which is unfortunate, but it's true. Without social, without social media, I mean, for example, take you. You are a, f- a fab artist and a fab performer, right? You're really, really Thank funny. You. You're great at dancing. You, you're so good on stage. Mm-hmm. You have to do what you have to do on social media to get to that stage. And now, <laughs> let's take the social media away. And I, well, this is the thing. And I'm saying what I am about social media in spite of what I have oh, yeah. to do. But I know that I had to do what I did in order to get where I'm, where I've got to and, mm-hmm. and in order to get to where I want to get to through social media mm-hmm. uh, as a person of color, it is, I mean, I can't tell you the amount of gatekeeping that happens. I'm, and, you know, <laughs> this isn't going to make sense to a lot of people, but like even the ones who um, perceivably opened the door for you, they didn't. still gatekeep. Oh, mama, did they even open the door? There's, there's <laughs> a, you know, there's, there, obviously you have good and bad people across all races, religions and creeds that I completely 
um, get. And, you know, you do have some people who genuinely want to work with you because you're a good artist or they want to give a person of color opportunity, whatever. Um, but, you know, there's um, pluses and minuses to that as well. You are so like, I look at his face. <laughs> he's like, I am holding back right now. <laughs> I am not getting canceled. So, um, you know, uh, I, I, what, what, babe, what is the point you make? You have literally been like so kind of, you know, this and that <laughs> and up and down and left and right and vertical. And, you know, things happen. Yeah, yeah. I suppose the point <laughs> <laughs> my... Oh, my, my frustration. Yeah, I, hey. yeah, th this, this whole thing of, oh, I don't do social media. It, it, it reeks of privilege. Ooh. It does reek of privilege. Did, so wait, Because wait, what wait, it wait, says why? is, because the people who say it, it's not just drag queens, it's creatives. And the reason why they say it is because they don't need to do social media. Mm. They, can, they can get by perfectly fine without having to do social media. I have to do social media in order for people to go, oh yeah, she's still funny. Let's book her. Otherwise, what happened? For 75 quid. Well, that's what they try to do, don't they? Well, you know. My my chocolate bar budget for the month is a hundred. So honey, go figure. Honey. No. But you, the, the tea is you book yourself so, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's another thing. You know, you, you can use social media in order to amplify your profile and um, create an opportunity opportunity for yourself in order to further yourself. And you know, this isn't something that's unique to, and um, this isn't something that's unique to drag queens or drag artists. Oh, no, no, no. You know, I was just watching an interview of a very famous um, Bollywood actor. And he said that, and he was from the theater world. And he said, you know, I went to the Indian uh, Theater Institute or Film Institute, got graduated and came to Bollywood. And then he was like, oh, they don't care about any of that. They want to know how marketable you are how you do the marketing, how, what's your strategy, what's your business plan? And he was like, so you have to be everything. You have to know everything. You have to be able to do everything. And, you know, if you apply it to female actors in India, you know, they know how to do that. Despite having an entourage of publicists and blah, 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 they still know how to do their makeup. They know what uh, hair care is. They know what skin care is. They know how to, how their teeth, and the, the guys as well, and, and some of the non-binary actors as well, you know, they know how to have a polish and finesse. They know how uh, they understand public speaking, all that jazz in order to put the best product possible out there. Oh, yeah. Now, and with the objective that people come and watch them, because you can be all high and mighty as an artist and go, oh, I don't care whether you come or not. Yes, you do. You do. You know, yes, the world needs art, but you have to put the work in in order for people to think that you're worthy of coming to see them. And if they're not coming, then, you know, you might just want to rethink your plan. So the ones who sort of, and, and you know, in order it, as part of that, I have to do social media, but the ones who are like, oh, no, I don't do that. I don't even get it. What's the point? Oh, it's tacky. And I'm like, thank, you know, you should be, <laughs> you should be grateful for being able to even have that viewpoint mm. and have that opinion because you are able to rub shoulder to shoulder with me despite not doing what I have to do. Wow. I, I love that um, perspective of social media. Mm. So essentially what, you, what you're saying is oh, those artists out there that are like, oh, I don't do social media and blah, de, blah, blah. They need to recognize their privilege mm -hmm. that they actually don't need to do social media in order for them to get work, yeah. in order for them to get gigs, in order for them to get out there. And you have to put in... <laughs> Yeah. That and you still don't get it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for time. sure. 
for sure, a hundred percent. And you know, there's certain artists who have, you know, less than three thousand followers, working full time, earning um, the same money as they would do in a corporate job. Yeah, and I'm impressed. I I really like it um, that they're able to do that. You know, I, I'm thankfully I'm not somebody who gets jealous because I have my own successes. <laughs> I'm very grateful for where I am in life. Um, but then when I apply that to myself, I'm like, there's no way where I was when I had what three thousand followers. There's no way I could have done it full time. Oh my god, no way. Well, the reason you do it full time is because of the work you put in to producing shows and so building that, relationships. So like even now, yeah. So that that is a blueprint that already exists. Yeah, that's not something that I've done completely brand new. I've kind of mish mishmashed a lot of what I saw as, uh, what I saw growing up. You know, you do have to self produce yourself. Mm-hmm. You you do have to definitely. Um, but yeah, for me, it's like you know, I've got a few theater shows booked and when I talk to theaters, it's very apparent that they are aware of the fact that I have a social media following, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've had to do that in order to get to where I have got to. But then (laughs) when I see who's booked on day three, day four, day five, day six, it's, you know, my counterparts who, um, haven't done the same as I have done. I don't know. They don't need to. And they're in the same position and that's absolutely fine. I'm glad. And I'm so, you know, recently I did a project and, um, I saw my face amongst everybody else's and it made me really happy in the sense that I felt like I finally had a place on the table mm. and I'm grateful for that. I really, really am. I just wished that it was more representative of the society that we live in and, you know, it would be great to see more of us, um, together. I, I, I'm, I'm going off track now, yeah. I know, but yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You, I, yeah, that's it's just a necessary evil. Right. Well, I'm going to end this episode. Why? Because I don't know. It, it, it was <laughs> right. This is really funny. Right. Amir did this number uh, in January where he was padding to bear and he has these big bear slippers, oh, and yeah. he wears them now all the time. But all I could hear is him fucking under the table <laughs> moving these big bear slippers. So, that's why I keep going like this. I'm getting my money's like, worth. Oh. Before they hear it, <laughs> so I'm oh, like, <laughs> okay, let, me see, yeah. let me see if we can hear them. Hang on a minute. Yeah, they can. Well, we'll I'll find out when I edit the podcast. <laughs> but anyway, this was what went in a different direction. This episode, yeah, it, did. it was very insightful about you know TikTok, social media, being a star, and, and and things such as that. So yeah, if you have any comments on this, if you want to cancel us, um, don't let us know um, <laughs> because if by that point we have evolved from that opinion. <laughs> yeah <laughs> for me i uh, what I, my final message to anyone listening to this is if you feel like doing social media if you are a creative and you want to be a creative then go for it yeah. it does pay off it can pay off definitely go for it but if you are somebody who is just happy um observing and just enjoying the world for what it is then do not feel the pressure to become somebody that you don't want to be and if you're a person of color who wants to work in the um you know artistic creative field why are you listening to this podcast go and create an instagram literally (laughs) your your social media needs to be popping hard go 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 Get a social media presence. It will pay dividends. Fabulous. And if you are listening and you feel like you don't need social media and you don't do social media, log off. 
Did no, but listen know. to our podcast, though. No, 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 but support no, our podcast no, account. Nothing. No. Comment, like, subscribe. If you don't want to do social media, if you don't do social media, delete the account, sis. <laughs> don't just don't just say to me, oh, I don't do social media. Delete the account, then. Prove it to me that you don't do social no, media. No, <laughs> you can. You might want to look at like what Rihanna's doing, yeah, then which is no offensive beauty. Then make your private account. <laughs> yeah. Which, which that I'm talking about. But anywho. Listen, there's a backstory to this, which, I, which is, I'm going to tell you. I know, because I'm like, who are you bitching about? <laughs> the minute I press stop, you wait. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I love you, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this was quite a different episode, but here we are. Love you guys lots. As Amish says, please do not cancel us because we love you. And, and you, you don't, don't love, love me. me. Bye. Goodbye. Subscribe to my TikTok. Thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir. For all the latest happenings, you can follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. That is at You Don't Love Me Boys. 